Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. Merry Christmas. This is Shape by Faith Christmas Show. And guess what? We get my hubby, Robin, Robin Rose. So Christmas with the Rose today. So Robin, so glad you're here. It's a miracle, just like Christmas. Oh my goodness. Okay. No, it's, you know, a miracle is a miracle and you being here. I mean, I'm glad you're here. Don't, don't take that wrong. Well, let's, I mean, we're going to talk about a a miracle. Yes. a, A miracle because I thought we were playing a game of Clue this morning. What do you mean? Well, I thought it was uh, aerobics instructor in the bathroom with the curling iron. What? what? Well, you know, this is a Christmas show. Let's make this lighthearted. That's what okay. I was trying to do. That's why I said it's a miracle that I've made it through the day so I can sit down and talk with you. Yes. Okay. So uh, I'm glad you're my guest today. I hope. I hope I'm glad you're my guest. So we're going to talk about the true meaning of Christmas. We're going to have some fun. Um, But I'd like to start off, Robin, and ask you, um, what are some of your memorable Christmas memories that you can recall? Well, you know, it's funny how we always seem to focus on those things that are negative in our life. And, And so I think back to when I was five years old. I remember walking out into the living room of my parents' home, uh-huh. and uh, and and I guess I looked at things, and then I went to the bathroom, and I, I passed out in the floor. What? Yeah, Have I guess. You told me this before. Uh, well, only tell it to important people. But are you kidding me? No. Go ahead. All right. So this is a Christmas show. Remember. So. Okay. They they revived me and and found out when they took me to the hospital that I was dehydrated. And poor thing. Yeah, it was it was a memorable Christmas. Uh, well, it, I will say you still don't drink enough water. That that's true. I drink a lot of coffee, but I don't. That doesn't I don't count. Drink, yeah, I know. I've heard that before from someone. I'm not sure who. Yes, right. So okay, so you were dehydrated. Right. Why they, was that? Did they say? Well, I had, I think I had strep throat and, uh, and I hadn't been drinking because it would hurt when I swallowed. So they took me, got me all fixed up, kept me in the hospital for a couple of days and it all turned out all right. It it made Christmas last a lot longer. I I guess sat there under the tree. Wow. But that's, that's not just the only uh, memorable Christmas event. Okay. It was the time that we we hadn't been married very long, two or three years. Uh, we were living in our old home, and uh, we had a snowstorm that, that showed up uh, kind of suddenly, and it really shut everything down. And being the procrastinator that I am, I sat there with no Christmas present for the wife on Christmas Eve. And this was prior to us deciding that it was too much stress and 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 not 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 necessary to have Christmas presents between us. Uh, that took some years. That did take some years, yes. But uh, that particular Christmas, all I had for you oh, were those was were those chairs for the counter. 
Unbelievable, too. Yes. Oh, and then we had about 12 containers of candy and cookies, and we sat there and ate them all. You know, you're you're taking one of my memories because, to me, that was memorable in a lot of different ways. And, yes, I remember your gift, and I thought, wow. So, so now I've, I've spilled the beans and ruined your memory. Yes. You didn't ruin it. I mean, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Tell, tell the audience about your Christmas memories because, you I'm know. I'm the host. Remember that? Well, I, you know, but I've seen you do it a few times. So I feel like I could handle it. It doesn't seem that much. Oh, my goodness, Robin. That's ridiculous. This is the Christmas show. Well, okay. I'm, I'm trying to show that we have a lighthearted, uh, lighthearted, and sometimes <laughs> antagonistic relationship. Oh my goodness! But okay. it's all good. It we, is all good. We have right. a good time. Let Let me circle back to that memory you had of the snowstorm, and we were snowed in, and we yes, we had fudge and candy and pies and cakes and all this food and we we're supposed to have all the family over. And um, I remember one of our dear children was so happy because they said they got to eat all the sweets and didn't have to share any. That was hilarious. But that, you know, we did have a good time. We have a good time as a family. We give each other a hard time. Like you give me a hard time all the time, Robin. This is why I'm so strong. Well, no, we won't even go there. No, okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. All right. But another memory I have, and this is way, way back. Um, and this is before I knew you. And is this the orphan story? What? I just wanted to know. That's it. That's ridiculous, Robin. Okay, this is our Christmas show. All right, let's keep this That's in mind. Still. You know, we're not going to talk Tiny about the orphan and all that. Stop. Okay. Okay, so... It was Christmas Eve, and I would say my ex-husband and I were going to Christmas Eve church, and um, he was parking the car. It was in Omaha, Nebraska, and at the time, actually, Bellevue, Nebraska, near the uh, Offutt um, Air Force military base, and he had dropped me off at the front of the church because it was snowing. And in Nebraska, if it snows, you just go. I mean, you don't stay home. I mean, they can clear the streets pretty quickly. So they've got all that, you know, equipment to do that. But there was at least a foot of snow on the ground. And I really wanted to go to church Christmas Eve. I just felt like that would be really special. I was missing home. I was missing Kentucky. And um, I walked in to the church and I see the priest there and I see altar boys there and evidently we were running late because they were going to walk down the aisle and they were back there so all of a sudden I heard this swoosh and looked down and the whole carpet underneath of me was wet and it was so embarrassing I thought, oh my gosh, but my water broke. I was pregnant with uh, my daughter, Candace, our daughter, Candace. And um, as soon as my ex-husband came into church, of course, I we had to leave and go to the hospital. No time for an epidural, no time for anything. Um, they made me hold off, though. The nurses made me hold off to have this child. 
I mean, it was Christmas Eve. Yes, they wanted a Christmas baby. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I mean, I'm ready now. So um, she was delivered at 12.08 a.m. Christmas morning. And as the female physician is in the room with me, and they did have to do an episiotomy, we won't go into those gory details, as she's sewing me up, I ask her, do you think I can go home today? And she looked at me like I was absolutely off my bonkers. And, but I I didn't have any anesthesia in me. I only had an IV in me. Candace was healthy and strong. She was seven pounds. And she said, if the baby checks out, is okay. And, and I give you the okay, I'll let you go home. She let me go home on Christmas. I mean, I don't know if that's happened. I'm sure it has, but I mean, that was 1985 and, um, I got to go home for Christmas. So that was kind of special. And I, and I got an extra special Christmas gift that year. My daughter, Candace, she's a blessing. And, um, I'm so thankful for her. That's wonderful. That's a great story. Much better than the, uh, the coasters and, and things like that. The coast, you know, you gave me a rock one year. Do you remember that? That was the same year. (laughs) No, it was a rock and I, and I thought it was, there was some hidden something in it and it was our house key. And I said, is this my gift? I thought maybe you'd put a piece of jewelry in it or something. And I remember I kept looking and I found a house key and you said, well, you can put this outside. So if you forget your key and I'm like, wow. Thanks. Always here to love it. Love it. Okay. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith and Christmas with the Rose. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes and Merry Christmas. This is the Shape by Faith Christmas show with the Rose. So my husband, Robin, is here actually with me today in the studio. So thankful for you. Well, thank you. I'm very thankful for you, too. Oh, that's the sweetest thing you've said all year. Okay, so we are going to talk about, in this segment, the true meaning of Christmas. Um, I love the word of the Lord. The word keeps me you know, filled with joy and peace. And I I just love how God enlightens the eyes of our hearts as we read his word and as we put them into action. Oh, look, honey, there's two deer out there. Oh, they're so pretty. Thank you, Lord, for those deer. We live on a farm and uh, the deer come up to our driveway. They're they're actually looking at us through the glass. Hey, hey. That's one has a red nose. Oh, come on, come on. Okay, so we're talking about the true meaning of Christmas. So I thought it would be appropriate if we read the word of God. And uh, I don't think this will take us very long. So I'll read part of the word and then hubby, you'll read part of the word. Sound good? Absolutely. So this is taken from the book of Matthew chapter two. So I'm going to start and then you're going to, you know, take it over from there. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we've come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, 
where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed both down and worshipped him. They opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. That is so good. Um, you know, I was talking to you the other day about this, Robin, about the three men from the East, which people considered to be kings because they had such expensive gifts. Um, they obviously were wise men, astro astrologers, I guess you would say, who um, studied the sky and studied the stars. Um you know, I was teaching fitness the other day and, and the revelation that, that God gave me was, yes, their, their gifts were precious and they were so meaningful. And, you know, they, they symbolized like gold symbolized kingship and, and frankincense, um, symbolized deity and, and myrrh. It was the embalming oil symbolizing death that they used. Um, to involve Jesus with and um, anoint his body with. So those in themselves were awesome gifts. But, but really what stuck out to me in the word was that they obeyed God. Yeah, they, they, they had a curiosity, but they also followed God's uh, directions. And they did exactly what he called them to do, which was to find Jesus, the king of the Jews. You know, and it took them some time because what they had to travel, probably I would say around 900 miles, it would take them more than a few days, more than a few weeks to get there. So really, uh, the baby wasn't a baby anymore by the time they arrived. Yeah, it was a probably 18 months to two years old. So it was more like a toddler than it was a baby. What also stands out to me is the star stayed the whole time for them to arrive. It's big. God's a big God. Yeah, absolutely. And and back to the three wise men from the East, their obedience to God. You know, God warns us in so many different ways. In his word for one, he, he, he lets us know how to live. He gives us that wisdom and understanding. He warns us about things that will trip us up. And so they listen to God. And um, they had that dream. Now, I don't know which one of them had the dream. If they all three had the dream, who knows? But 
they had the dream and they were obedient. And I think obedience is key to us following Christ. You know, a lot of people wonder why they don't hear from God. I, I think a lot of that could be that you have to be walking in his purpose for your life to really hear from God. Uh, now, I know Paul, he wasn't walking in uh, in uh, God's path. Uh, he was actually working contrary to his path. But God reached down and touched him and changed him. So I, I think that the Bible has a roadmap for each one of us, but we have to get into the word to uh, to find that purpose and that uh, a path for our life. And it doesn't mean the road is going to be smooth. It doesn't mean things are going to be perfect. It doesn't mean you're not going to have arguments with your better half, right? Do we have arguments? I thought we just we, had well, banter. And, dis and disagreements. Disagreements. We always end up laughing, though, just like that. <laughs> always end up laughing. So, uh, yeah, it it... it what it what it tells us is we don't have to be that perfect person. We just need to be the follower of Christ and go to him when we mess up. Ask for forgiveness. Don't harbor it in your heart and in your soul. Yeah, he's the perfect one. Absolutely. So the whole true meaning of Christmas is salvation. Jesus came into the world so that we would be saved, so that we can live um, eternally with him in heaven. So it, it took his birth, his death, and his resurrection. Um, you know, as a pastor said today, um, you know, I think he was quoting uh, maybe a, a Christian author that Jesus came as a man to be born to die where, yes, yeah. where men come to be born to be sons of God. I mean, I probably messed that whole thing up right there, but um, I'd never thought about that, that Jesus's purpose was to come to earth, to be born and then to die so that we might live. Absolutely. And, th and that is, I don't, I don't even know if we have the right words to say how amazing and how grateful we are for our salvation. I'm so thankful. Well, you saw that in the three wise men. When they came and they found Jesus, the first thing they did is they fell to their knees, uh, praising him, mm -hmm. thanking, mm -hmm. thanking God for him. Uh, I'm not sure any of us have that in our life like we should, that, uh, that we fall to our knees and thank him on a daily basis. Well, it should be a practice that we do. It should be a practice. It should be a discipline. It, I mean, we should do that naturally, you would think, but a lot of times our flesh takes over. Yeah. Yes. So this, this next segment, um, we're going to get into, you know, some of the things we do as a family and uh, what it was like when we, first blended our family together. 28 years of marriage here. We know it works only by the grace of God when you place God first in your marriage, wouldn't you say? Well, it was in those early days, it was more like Christmas with the cranks. Oh but my the, goodness, Robin. Well, you know, they were sometimes a little bit irritable. 
Okay, so it's one I another. think it's time to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to the Christmas show with the Rose. Okay, so now we're going to talk about our family, right? Right. And um, what it's like having seven children as we blended our families together. Do you remember those first few years, Robin? Yes, I do. I, do. I remember that one room that we called the wooden room. I mean, I guess the kids originally called it that when they were little because it had wooden floors. And it had, it had a lot of wood in the room. It right, was very, right. very beautiful room. Pine, very bright. Yes. Well, I remember one year, uh, one of our first years together, um, the whole room was filled with gifts. Yeah, we were trying to buy their... <laughs> no, we were not. <laughs> the thing is, when we blended our families together, I didn't honestly even know how you celebrated Christmas. I know I know you went to church and celebrated Jesus. And the reason, you know, that we celebrate Christmas is Jesus. But I didn't know about the gifts and all that thing. And I think you were a bit overwhelmed with me uh, with my shopping. Uh, I, I'm going to answer this very carefully. Yes. I really, yes, I was overwhelmed. Happy. It was happy, happy. So with the seven children and us, I remember the twins at the time uh, were four years old. Actually, they had turned five. They had just turned five. Uh, they they uh, knocked on our door, what, at 2 a.m. or something like that. Yes. We're like, go back to bed. <laughs> I mean, and then the older kids got mad because they were up, and then eventually everyone got up. But, yeah. you know. At about 3 o'clock, we were all up. Yes, I, yes, and that that was memorable. And, and the time that you had to take uh, two of the presents away from the twins, yes, um, before Christmas because uh, they were not behaving, and I think they had really pushed us to our limits. But they were little, and they eventually got those two presents, BB guns, I yeah. believe. Yeah, got those back. But, you know, as the kids grew up, we started um, having beautiful grandchildren and and it was, you know, there's and and grandparents know this when I say this, there's just something very special about grandchildren. There really is. I mean, there's nothing like them on this earth. Um, so when we started having grandchildren, then I, as their Nana, started shopping a lot more. If that was possible, you achieved that. Yes. So we even had more gifts. But, you know, our family tradition, I hear about, you know, families talking about their different family traditions. We don't play board games. And why do you think that is? Because we're too competitive. That is true. We're too competitive. I think we tried that maybe one year and thought, okay, this isn't going well. No. But we spend time together. We love telling stories on each other and laughing together. Uh, most of them are uh, lighthearted, uh, usually embarrassing. Yes. We Where we've done something silly. Uh, it, it's just, it's very, very cozy family time. Yes. And, you know, we eat all day long from noon until eight o'clock at night and everyone just tell them, Tell out. them what you, what you fix for Christmas. All right. This is what I've always fixed for Christmas. And we have like a brunch lunch um, style. Um, I make um, egg sausage casserole, um, hash brown casserole. We always have some type of sweet rolls. Um, 
some type of other meat. Um, we will have that. And then I'll make like green bean bundles and other foods that we would traditionally also blend in with Thanksgiving. So they have breakfast, they have dinner, they have lunch, they can have whatever they want. And you know, there's always a lot of sweets and I can't have sweets all the time. I know that, but I give myself Christmas and, and maybe birthdays where I can have some sweets. And so that is the day. I'll have a few it is, it is. And so everyone just, you know, we gather around my favorite part of coming together as a family, Robin. Every single time before we eat, we gather in the kitchen and everyone holds hands and you lead us in prayer. It's a special time. It's the one time we're all joined together, praying together for our family, for our country, for our communities, uh, for each other. Well, and, and we we did this with the children, but it, I guess when we had the children, we all sat at the same table um, and prayed before we ate. But now there's not enough room at the one table. We had we have two large tables, um, and, and I hope the grandchildren remember this as they get older that we took that time. You know, I, I think that's not only a tradition, I, I think it's placing God first in your family. And you also go over with the children, even though they know, all of them know, and their parents have done such a beautiful job in training them up in the ways of the Lord. I, I will say that we're so thankful. But you just remind them, you know, why we gather together and why we're celebrating Christmas. And it's not about all these presents and it's not about the tree, although those are symbolic to me, uh, you know. Of the, the Christmas tree. Tree. Yes, 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 yes. But I think they really, they realize it's about Jesus. And we emphasize that. Yes. Well, we're, our time is almost out and, um, we would love to hear from you. What are your Christmas traditions? You know, what do you do? We would love to uh, give something uh, to you. If you, you know, write in that you heard us on the air, um, right on social media, that you listen to the radio show. And uh, we'd love to do a giveaway. How about that? You're going to give them something, Robin? Of course I will. What? Whatever you tell me to. <laughs> That's right. That is right. So everyone, we love you and um, we wish you a yes, Merry Christmas yes. and even better New Year. Absolutely. All right. I'm Teresa Rowe and this is my hubby, Robin Rowe. And we're thankful that you spent this time with us. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit ShapeByFaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.